Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, sharing another journal entry. I'm sharing these journal entries because these are part of my unfolding, how I stepped into seeing the Bible even in weight loss, reading scripture and having it speak to me at a more profound level. And so this morning I want to start off by sharing with you Colossians 3.23-25. through 25. I encourage you to just listen to these words and see if they speak to you with regard to something deeper that God is doing in your life, something that he's doing to help free you right now where you might be kind of in a house of bondage. You might be stuck in in your own way on some level. So I'm just going to share with you Colossians 3.23 through 25. Work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and the master you are serving is Christ. But if you do what is wrong, you will be paid back for the wrong that you have done. Wow. For God has no favorites. Oh, I love that scripture. And I could just talk because, you know, but so when I'm sharing this particular journal entry with you today from my journal, in the middle of the journal page, I had written in big letters, show me how to be her. The woman you see me as, the woman you made me to be, the woman you're making me to become, because I was struggling. I could not get out of my own way. I couldn't get, <clears throat> well, I couldn't get control of myself, but I also couldn't see how my food mattered to who I was becoming. And that's where James 4.17 came in, came into the picture. You remember I've shared with you James 4.17, how I applied that to my weight loss how I saw that my weight loss wasn't separate from my life. James 4.17 says basically that when you know what you should do and you don't do it, that that is sin to you. So I couldn't get out of my way until God showed me what he was teaching me. He was teaching me obedience. He wasn't teaching me how to become skinny. He was teaching me obedience. Obedience to my spirit, not my flesh. And that is how... This scripture, Colossians 3.23-25, through 25, began to come alive for me. That's how I saw the deceit of sin, even in weight loss. All of the lies that I was believing and telling myself and how I was working against myself and how I couldn't get out of my own way and I kept myself in a perpetual state of dieting and being frustrated with myself. The deceit of sin is that it has no consequences. And that is the trap I was in. I was stuck in my consequences. I believed so much that, you know, I was just cheating on a diet, that I was just on a diet to lose weight. Like it was just this thing over here. It was like the equivalent of golf, but I didn't realize how much it affected my every life. The deceit of sin is that it has no consequences. Let that sink in for a minute. What what have been the consequences of your inability to obey your food choices? Are you unable to quit cheating every weekend? 
do you perpetually spiral out of control every time, you know, your husband's off work or the kids come home or your best friend wants to go out or, you know, you guys have a family gathering after church on Sunday? Are you perpetually plagued every weekend? Are you trapped in excuse land? Are you searching for the next new diet that will work? Are you stuck defeated by temptation? Are you mastered by your flesh? Are you focused on how you feel in that feeling of sadie, that feeling of fullness you get from food, the flavor of the foods? Are you stuck there? The consequences are here with us daily. God isn't trying to make you skinny. He's trying to develop and shape you into who he created you to be. And your weight loss journey is a part of that. The consequences of your sins are matched by the nature of your sin. So if you keep cheating, you're going to be perpetually suffering the consequences of the cheating. If you're unable to lay down a certain food or to stop craving it, and you perpetually go back to the very thing that traps you, then the consequences are matched to that. We need to see that that there really are consequences to all of this on our journey, that, <clears throat> that our inability to surrender in this area, this food area, this, this one area, affects our entire life. I don't know about you, but it affected, when I couldn't say no to the foods and I was mastered by my flesh, it affected my entire life. When you choose to keep doing the thing that you're trying to quit, you're practicing failure. <laughs> that's how I see it now. I, Whatever I perpetually do, that's what I'm practicing and that's what I get good at. So what are you practicing? Because that's sometimes where you're practicing failure and it's keeping you stuck. Your food affects your health. It affects your longevity, your cognition, your discernment, your confidence, your joy. And if you're anything like me, it can even affect your relationships. And it's emotional. Food is so emotional. I'm sure you agree with me on this. So instead of focusing on the foods that you can't have, focus instead on the woman God is shaping you to become. God has given each of us work to do while we're here. And if we could regard our work as an act of worship or service to God, because that's who we're serving. We're here serving God. We're not serving opinions of other people. We're not serving the number on the scale. No, we're serving God. See everything that you're doing on this weight loss journey, regard it as work, as an act of worship or service to God. This sort of attitude would take the sting of our food choices away. If we could just plan and prep our food and cook it, and have it available and be obedient to what God has you being obedient to right now. And then eat the foods, <laughs> the compliant foods, without complaining or without FOMO or resentment. If we could do that, we could see that our no to the wrong foods is, is a part of the cost. It's a part of the cost of discipleship. Let that sink in for a minute. It's a part of the cost of discipleship. Regard your decisions as part of the work you're meant to do right now in this season of your life, of your development, God is developing obedience within you. And regard your work as an act of worship to God 
not your flesh. And see your food choices and your discipline as the cost of discipleship. Just pray and ask him to show you how to become her, to become the woman that you're, that he's making you to be. Just help yourself get out of your own way and see that you have the power within you. It's a choice. You can surrender the perpetual state of sabotage and temptation. But go go deeper. See this as bigger. See this as mattering. Recognize that the deceit of sin is that it has no consequences and trust that there are consequences. Colossians 3.23 tells us that the Lord will give you an inheritance, that your inheritance is your reward and that the master you are serving here is Christ. But if you do what is wrong, you will be paid back for the wrong that you have done. Man, sin sometimes can taste amazing, but recognize that just like I've said so many times in this particular episode, the deceit of sin is that it has no consequences. And the consequences of your sins are matched by the nature of your sin. You have the power, the power and the authority to say no to these foods. Just stop doing it in your flesh. Seek God and recognize right now That you saying no to the wrong foods is all a part of the cost of discipleship. Go deeper. Let him do a magnificent work in you. And he'll show you how to become the woman he's making you to be.